0: Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like this podcast or any other content with Zendependently Minded and you're interested in more in the future, stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. The world is in our hands.
1: Let's do something with it.
0: How's it going? It's,
1: uh, it's going pretty good. Nice day off. Got tomorrow off as well. Doing great. <laughs>
0: that's good to hear yeah I got today off tomorrow off it's gonna be a good couple days but I want to start this podcast off real quick just uh saying rest in peace to Gerard Higgins who's also known as Juice World. he's actually one of my favorite rappers he turned 21 about a week ago and he died today had a seizure yeah
1: What's funny yeah. is he had a song where it's like die forever. Or no, I think I think he said die forever 27 or some shit like that, talking about the the 27 club with Kurt Cobain and Jimi Hendrix and.
0: Yeah, I, uh, he was actually my first my first concert, and I I watched him perform that song live. Yeah, he said he said what's the 27 club? We ain't making it past 21. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. it sucks. Uh, I love that dude a lot because. Last summer, I went through, like, the worst depression slump I've ever been through, and his music definitely helped me get through it, so I owe a lot to him, but rest in peace to him.
1: Rest in Um, peace, Little Seizure.
0: (sighs) Dang. Too (laughs) soon. Too (laughs) soon, dude. You're lucky that we're cool. If you were, like, some random dude online, I would, like, dox you, but... (laughs) So, yeah, uh... So, how have you been lately? Like, I haven't seen you. Uh, we've been working, like, opposite shifts, or I just I, yeah. I leave right when you come in.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been closing a lot. Um, been doing pretty good. Hanging out with a couple chicks, running D&D. It's all going pretty decent.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, um, yeah, there's, I mean, since we last did the podcast, a good amount of nothing has happened. Like, um, one thing that we talked about a little bit at work that we wanted to discuss. I wanted to get your take on um, these impeachment hearings, dude. What's, <laughs> that, the, what's the deal? The
1: whole the whole trial has been kind of a joke. Uh, it's like I don't I don't think it's ever going to pass as far as like an impeachment goes before the the election comes up. Like it it'll, it'll rain out and then fucking the election will be up and we'll either have Trump again and they'll try it all over again or fucking we'll have somebody new in the house to complain about
0: yeah that's that's pretty much what i'm thinking like I, i think about a lot of like the stuff that goes on when i'm going to work because on my drive to work i have like 40 minutes to think about stuff but before i go to work i'll just look at google news and and i remember seeing it was it was a bbc headline it just said um impeachment trials begin and i was like oh boy and then i clicked on it and it said Nancy, it was the first line it was like speaker of the house nancy pelosi says impeachment um hearings are beginning to be filed and i was like they've been saying this since 2016 so fucking
1: house works slow dog
0: yeah i'm not taking it seriously because like before he was even sworn into office the democrats were talking about impeachment so i was like okay And I mean, I have not seen any grounds, anything that are grounds of impeachment.
1: No, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally every time I I normally catch it whenever I'm at the gym on the treadmill, because that's that's like one of the things they'll have on. They'll have on sports and then they'll have on like the AFN cooking channel and then they'll have (laughs) the impeachment hearings and. I don't need to learn how to cook and I'm not watching the football game that I watched literally the day before or the week before, depending on what game that's playing. Um, so yeah, that's all I really have to watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's just, that's the only thing that's on, on like the lamestream media, sometimes on in the break room, you'll either see Fox or CNN and every once in a while you see MSNBC, but they're all horrible. They're all horseshit. And it's just kind of, It's just kind of funny to see them just echo each other, even though they claim to be more woke or more uh, truthful. But it's all the same. And like the quid pro quo crap with Ukraine, it's just like even the Ukrainian president said there is no quid pro quo. And Trump was saying like, hey, investigate on Joe Biden and find out why his son Hunter Biden's getting like $50,000 a month for doing nothing. Yeah. That's what he was talking about. People are like, oh, my God, this is Watergate 2.0. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um fucking uh like i don't i don't really subscribe to too much news i like to just uh i like to fish news off the internet and then research it and see if it was actually true or not and my dad turned me on to this russian and i I know russians are the enemy blah 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 but <laughs> I, I got my dad turned me on to this russian news uh news app that has so far everything that like they've said that i've researched has been pretty truthful i mean there's the average amount of um embellishing and uh throwing stuff out of proportion but it's nothing compared to csn and fucking c-span and all that other good shit
0: (laughs) yeah i so i actually inadvertently installed google news or i turned it on or something i don't know what happened but i basically have it to you know how google is they collect data on everything you do like you breathe two times in like four degrees north they all of a sudden know like what the heck you like what kind yeah. of food you like and they give you all the ads on it but i get a lot of sports news like i have it set up for like priority stuff right now is just like ufc mma because a lot of my podcast and like youtube channel have been surfacing or like just basically going off that kind of stuff a lot of that ufc and boxing news is in circulation but uh with the Google News app, I just get headlines, and like you said, I'll just kind of dig around. I'll look at related articles. And I'll do my research, which speaking of that, I, I had seen – so you know how I'm in a lot of, like, meme tag groups on Facebook. Yeah. Um, There's one called The Left Can't Meme, Hall of Shame, yeah. and someone had posted this – some stupid boomer cartoon, and it was, like, some – you know those those cages that they put the – quote-unquote cages they put the – illegals that get caught trying to cross the border. They put them in And it was like, oh, um, they wouldn't treat dogs like this. And then the other person's like, oh, no, they actually have laws to protect dogs from this, so dogs are better than us. And then I know I had already known, like, Obama had set up those camps and a lot of those pictures that the lamestream media shares to try to pull and tug at your heartstrings. that comes, Those are actually pictures that were taken during the Obama administration. And yeah. I found out through some research um remind me at the end of the podcast uh, to cite it in my description but trump has actually he had actually made multiple attempts to try to increase funding for border patrol um and like for the wall so they could up the quality of those cages because like he's been trying to Like, he still has them there because we need a place to keep them while they get deported back to the country or sent back, however that process is. But he was trying to increase funding so they could get it to be better quality.
1: Yeah, have actual cells instead of just open bars.
0: Yeah, and the Democrats blocked every single attempt he made. So I was like, dang, this is news to me. Because, I mean, the pictures of the kids in cages are sad and it's messed up that that has to happen. But I'm one of those people, you can call me an a-hole, but I'm like, don't put – you and your family in that situation. But on the other hand, we've talked about it in the past, like Mexico is a bad place. And if you know how long it takes to try to get back into the, or get into the United States, if you're not from the United States, it takes years. And if you come from a neighborhood where there's like rampant gang activity and shootings and raping and uh, stabbings, all that kind of stuff, I'm not, I'm not risking it with my kids. I'm Oh, I, I mean, I am risking it. I'm going to take a chance and go to America and try to get somewhere better. So I see both sides, definitely. I
1: yeah, think, um, I see – I definitely see how, like, it can be a drain, especially not paying taxes and shit like that. But they're not paying – most most of the migrant workers aren't paying taxes on small amounts of money. So it's not yeah, like it's their tax – slavery. Yeah, it's not like their taxes would – Benefit us any in any way if they were paying tax on it, and they are in a sense also paying tax. Like if they they go to the grocery store and they buy fucking food, there's tax on everything that you buy. So they are putting back something, but at the same time, um, there's it, it it is pretty hard to get a work visa. Now it's not it's not hard at all to say that you're coming to America for a weekend, you know, fucking getaway, and you have a recreational stay. And then you just exceed that recreational stay and start working illegally,
0: which is. Yeah, a lot of people do that, actually.
1: Uh, yeah, like 70% of the people that, you know, come in are doing it that way instead of actually legitimately hopping the border yeah, or going I under think, a tunnel or whatever the fuck they do.
0: <laughs> and I think the root of the problem is actually. I just think the solution is not to. I mean, there's already a wall there. The wall isn't doesn't completely cover the border, and it's not sufficient enough. And I mean, if you they're already building the wall, it's already been effective. But I feel like it's that's kind of just like putting a band-aid over the problem. The real problem, it's like you get shot, you put a band-aid over it. Yeah, it's gonna cover it. It's not gonna get dirt in it, but it's gonna get infected. And I feel like the the root of the problem is just the process of what it takes to
1: get a work legal. visa. Yeah. Yeah. Because they I could. Th- They could easily get a work visa and like, like if it, if the work visa application didn't take six to eight fucking months, they could, they could very easily come in, get a work visa or some other exemplary status to work. And then they would be paying legal taxes and the, the, the process to become a citizen doesn't necessarily have to be easier because I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that want to move to fucking America Uh, and I don't, I don't know why I've been in Germany for like four months and I love it. And I'm honestly thinking about staying. Um, but I came in legally on a recreational thing. I applied for a government job and got sofa status. So, I mean, like, like it's there, there are ways around it. And, but if the, if the work visa was shorter, um, they could, you know, they could be on a, on a faster track, not necessarily a faster track, but a more beneficial track towards becoming an American citizen and working like legally paying taxes on the work that they do, getting a better minimum wage than, you know, whatever they're getting being a migrant worker, which don't get me wrong. There's, there's lucrative jobs that they can get into and get paid under the table as well. in you know, construction, I, uh, I worked for, um, Peyton's and <laughs> Well, I probably shouldn't have said the name of the company, but it was, <laughs> it was a contracting company. And one of the dudes that I worked with, like they, they have contract, it's a contracting company and they got separate teams. Right. So like, say my friend Travis wants to join up and work for fucking patents and he gets together, me and my friend Stewie or whatever, and he's got a five man team. He can be- then begin taking out contracts to go and work on whatever house he wants to work on. Um, or whatever landscaping he wants to work on there was a couple other separate teams that had migrant workers and they were getting paid easily what we were getting paid for the same exact jobs you know they weren't getting paid slave labor but they were getting paid under the table and they were getting like ten dollars an hour not paying taxes on it so i can see how that could be a decent detriment to our uh our inflation and fucking our country as a whole but all it takes is just making it easier to get a work visa and then that problem disappears and they can come in apply for a work visa get it in a couple months and then start working legally
0: yeah and just waiting for the application to come back isn't the only step either so it's like so you're talking about eight or nine months for the very first step and it's like there's bullets flying over your head when you're sleeping at night your kids um can't go to school without getting threatened by gangs like it's like i said i'm me personally, I mean, I love my siblings. If it was just me and my siblings, I would – I'd risk it. I'll hop over the border. Maybe the camps are – nah, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I was going to – yeah, I don't know. Um, But yeah, that and immigration really ties in a lot with – Um, it, it's just – it's kind of like a – it's just a big ladder. Um, mm-hmm. The immigration problem, like illegal immigrants, that stems from – the process. Um and then you go another step up, it come it you come to like the the legal slavery part and how and like sweatshops and stuff like that. And that's another thing I was thinking about. Um that the reason that all these companies are leaving the United States and they're going to places where labor you could pay someone a group of people a dollar a day it's because taxes are too high here and that's why I think that a lot of people will be like, oh, you're cutting the rich at corporations like you're giving them a tax break and they're just making more money and you're doing it for them and Trump's doing it for his business or whatever. But I just think that if you relieve the pressure that you're putting on these companies, they're going to want to stay here and they're not going to go to a country where they can save all that money. That's my opinion. But I also don't know too much about it.
1: Well, like econ- the taxes have freedom. gone taxes have gone up, and the minimum wage is not. Which I'm not a very strong believer in minimum wage anyway. Um, but minimum wage hasn't gone up. Minimum wage is the same that it's been for a little a, a little over or a little under a decade now, and you know yeah, it's it's crazy. not rising for inflation. But uh, I don't really I don't really believe that we should have a minimum wage. Honestly, I think that it should be. Like companies should pay what they want to pay, right? Give benefits that they want to give. and the companies that have shitty pay and shitty benefits will not survive. People won't want to work there. And the companies that are paying a fair wage and giving fair benefits and treating their employees well will strive and grow bigger, which is is how it should be um because right now shitty companies and you know decent companies are paying the same thing minimum wage and shitty companies are still fucking striving because they're taking cuts elsewhere whereas if you were to give them the liberty to just say oh fuck i'm, I'm walmart and i'm only going to pay my employees three dollars on the hour guess what walmart's going to go under in a couple months because they're going to be like fuck you we're going to go work for fucking Kmart now because Kmart's still paying nine dollars an hour and they really want to fucking beat out walmart and then you know it'll it'll force shitty companies to either become better or they'll go under for lack of work or and then good companies will strive and grow bigger as they should
0: that's an interesting take i've never actually heard that i'll have to think about it more but yeah i mean the logic behind it makes sense um competition is what competition in the free market is what it's it's what makes like the business industry exciting because you get these new, you get new companies and that's um like you, we wouldn't have gotten i mean Amazon's on a monopoly right now <laughs> um, and I'm not going to act like I don't get stuff from Amazon because they're affordable and, and convenient they deliver- yeah, they deliver to your doorstep, they have almost everything, like, fucking Amazon's
1: you, got its own line of credit now, dude fucking,
0: dude, they're going off like
1: uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was getting something for, I was, I was buying my brother's Christmas present, and uh fucking, it's like, hey, you could save $25 if you apply for a uh, an Amazon, uh, credit card, or payment card, or whatever, and I'm like fucking what? Amazon's got its own line of credit, and looked into it, and it's a decent APR, it's a decent percentage, you're like, fucking, I'm like, goddamn. this is almost as good as American Express, it's not enough to make me switch from American Express, but
0: fuck. I'm calling it now, they're gonna come out with a bank, they're gonna straight up have an Amazon bank, they're gonna have a bit, some kind of, uh, like, currency like Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, or they're just going to have, like, an Amazon Payment Center, you know, like, you go in, and that's, like, kind of like we have the military star card at the exchange, you know, you you, you go in, you have their line of credit, and you go into a, an accepted location and pay it or whatever, it'll be like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can totally see that happening, I'm, I'm right there with you, fucking, in, in five years, we're going to be like, oh, dude, that one podcast at the end of 2019, called it. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're going to be famous. Psych, everyone steals our memes, bro. I told, I... I've been saying OK Boomer for like years, and now all of a sudden it's a meme and it's funny.
1: It's, fuck.
0: <laughs> the celebrity deathmatch meme that I brought up with <coughs> uh, Trump Trump and Biden, that didn't take off though. So we'll have to wait till it's closer. But speaking of that, dude, Joe Biden, that – oh, man, dude. Okay, so I was thinking about it. I was thinking about having a conversation with you. So um, there's – I wanted to think of what are the ways – so I'm going to title it, in my title it's just going to say how to beat Trump for dummies, and then in parentheses, Democrats, because apparently they don't know how to. So the way to beat Trump, if you're the Democratic Party, is to leave him. Like I said this in the last podcast, leave him alone. He's going to shoot himself in the foot. He's going to say something stupid. Um, he's going to make some dumb call with somebody, and then he's going to cross some legal boundary within politics, and he's not going to know because he doesn't listen to anyone in his cabinet, whatever. He's going to take himself down. It's not going to be the Democrats. The Democrats that are like photoshopping that picture. You seen that picture of Trump and Ivanka when he was, uh, when she was younger? And so it's just a normal picture of them two together, smiling. And then there's a separate picture of Epstein and someone photoshopped them together and Trump's like licking his daughter and everyone's like sharing it and they're saying, oh, the president doesn't want you to see this picture. I'm like, yeah, because it's fake. (laughs) That kind of stuff that that's like all that fear mongering that the Democrats are trying to all the straws that they're grabbing for, the impeachment shit, that's not helping them. <laughs> it's not helping them. It's they just put the nail in the coffin with this fifteenth impeachment um attempt. And they're they're just they're basically just locking it in for Trump to win twenty twenty. And that's my thing, like for dummies. If you want Trump to lose, you leave him alone. He's going to he's gonna take himself down. Um if it's just him. If he doesn't listen to anybody else in his circle, he can take himself down. The Democrats need to focus on their own problems that they're having. They have they have their own candidates like attacking each other and the you have like the former um like idol of the Democratic Party, Hillary Clinton, calling Tulsi Gabbard a Russian spy or an yeah. asset. Like, what are you doing? Uh, so I I'm not a Tulsi Gabbard fan but that podcast with Joe Rogan really um shed light on her perspective and she's not as out, she's not as crazy as I thought she was um she's really smart and I mean she's a veteran she has some experience in uh foreign policy so that's a good thing and she's she's said like the main focus should not be taking down the Donald not taking down the orange man it's too Figure out what she can do within her party to fix it and then move forward. So
1: exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, Too many people are just focused on getting him out, and like that's that's nine, yeah, that's that's ninety percent of what they want to talk about whenever they're they're being like, oh yeah, this is why I should be president uh, to get Donald Trump out, and it's like, well, what the fuck are you gonna do for me? Yeah,
0: um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like the the average people, the average voter people that aren't as into as into politics as like some like like my grandparents or or me or you uh actually i wouldn't say me and you are too into it we kind of just follow it we're not like every day refreshing our feed trying to look at the latest impeachment stuff but like the, the average voter the silent majority the people that swing the election in either favor every you know how the cycle is every eight years we get a democrat and a republican it just swings back and forth but the silent majority, that like 5 or maybe 7% that changes the whole election, they're going to listen in on Fox News, watch the Fox News debate, see Trump's uh, stuff, see what he says. Uh, they're going to agree with a few things because they're just a normal middle class average working man, makes 50000 a year, has a couple kids, drives a Toyota Corolla. He's going <laughs> to see that and be like, okay, I agree with a few of those things. I'm going to go listen to the Democratic um, – the Democratic debates, and then he's gonna tune into that and he's just gonna see Focahontas hurling insults at Joe Biden, Joe Biden's yelling at Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang's not getting any time, um, he's not getting the chance to say anything, and they're all just attacking Donald Trump and they're like, What are they gonna offer me? I haven't heard anything yet. I'm gonna go vote for Trump and that's swings towards his favor again. That's what happened, I think, in the last election. They were like there's kids out here screaming on the streets, like, showing their nipples because Trump is running for president. I don't want to vote for them. A vote for the Democrats is a vote for those kids, and that's basically how I see it. Like, they're shooting themselves in the foot, putting the nail in their coffin, calling it 2020. It's going to be a landslide for Trump. Like, the, the only—yeah, there's nobody on in the Democratic side that's, in, that's close to the lead. Not at close all. To, I mean, there's close. better
1: chances now that fucking Kamala Harris dropped out. But that
0: <laughs> here's look. what I want. Tulsi Gabbard already said she's not going to do it. But I want Andrew Yang to uh, run third party, like straight up. He's not getting fair representation. And if he runs third party, he's going to suck some of those votes away from the Democrats. And it's going to be like an even worse landslide than it already is going to be. Because yeah. Joe Biden's coming out saying stupid he's sucking on his wife's fingers like i don't know what that is i don't even want to know like that dude is he is demented he does not represent the democratic party and they are not sending their best if he wins the nomination but he's out here he's like going on some ramble he's rambling about like the vietnam war and then he's he was he came out did you see he came out and said the other day marijuana is the gateway drug and i'm like dude it's not the 60s
1: anymore need to calm down. We already Marijuana, know that it's not a gateway drug. Otherwise, it, Colorado and Washington and Michigan and New Hampshire with medical, they would all be having like horrible fucking heroin epidemics. Heroin yeah. epidemics right now.
0: It's the opposite of a gateway drug. I
1: was interested. I was interested. I read an article about how uh, there was there was some. I think it was a university that was doing uh, experiments with um, psilocybin, uh, with, um, uh, PTSD, uh, sufferers, uh, veterans with PTSD and said that it had a more beneficial, um, reaction than with marijuana. And I was Hmm. shocked. I was shocked because, you know, I would immediately think, oh, you're tripping balls. You're going to have a flashback. Nah like they put them in like a a very the sky blue lit room they had you know books to read and chill music i, I imagine what a what a university student was putting on for a war veteran with ptsd is hmm. chill music like i just have a picture of like a vietnam war vet hanging out listening to trance music tripping on some shrooms in a fucking hmm. sky blue room with doritos hanging out then he's like yeah man that was a chill experience i felt 30 times better
0: bet you do um where does psilocybin come from
1: uh is mushrooms it man-made oh okay, okay yeah psilocybin was, like, is I... in hallucinogenic mushrooms like amanita oh, yeah, muscaria and totally breeze, gold caps i've
0: i've been saying for a long time lsd and shrooms should be legal they should be legalized especially shrooms like there's no real um, long-lasting um, damaging effect to taking shrooms yeah unless you, obviously unless you abuse it that's for anything you can die from too much oxygen you can die from too much you water. can die
1: from too much water yeah
0: yeah and that's like you that's can a have real water thing.
1: poison yeah, yeah i think it's called that, hydrolysis or something like that
0: uh water intoxication yeah that's what you die from when you drown i think i don't think you you i don't think you die from a lack of oxygen you're you just you die from yeah, I have to check on that, but I'm pretty sure you die from water yeah. intoxication because you know. Well, water—it's
1: either water in the lungs, or if you're, you yeah. know, you're you're gulping a lot of water. Uh, I, it takes a little bit for for water poisoning to actually happen, though. Like. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to hold try. in your pee and drink a gallon of water, and it takes a couple hours. Um, but. If acid were legal, like it like you know, you go you you sign up for a thing and you're like, Hey, I totally want to do it recreationally and then you go into you go and you meet with a doctor and a doctor's like, Hey, here's what you're gonna experience. Here's what it does to the body, here's what it does to your visuals and then, then you get to sign an uh, fucking a disclosure agreement you know and you get administered a proper dosage by a doctor and you have a safe facility a safe area to do it in you're monitored by professionals yeah all about it you know I you don't take...
0: know though like have you seen have you seen how bad how bad quality and how bad for you this like quote unquote recreational marijuana that's been like um that's been distributed by the government how bad it's been for your health like it's been it's it's bad quality stuff and that's exactly what I thought was gonna happen like once it's legalized governments gonna get a hold of it and I feel like the same would happen with LSD and shrooms like
1: well that's why you don't get government weed you go you, you just you, bring you, in your own stuff yeah you you either grow it yourself okay. or you get the um you get the locally sourced weed like in, in Colorado you know they have local they have local growers that are growing mm-hmm. it and then selling it to the distribu- the the, dis- the dispensaries um yeah fucking the the weed that i got in michigan whenever it became legal was the bomb.com um (laughs) it was great stuff uh no paranoia came out of it because you know beforehand i was living in tennessee and like you'd smoke the the homegrown shit grown in, in somebody's farm cow pasture and you smoke it and you feel like everybody's outside watching you and you're like nah. but the shit that I got in Michigan was great it was awesome it was a nice i didn't i didn't i coughed you know you're always going to cough but like i felt like i coughed less and that could have just been you know all in my head or whatever and the dabs were clean it was all gorgeous stuff loved every single bit of it
0: i feel like you're onto something here like recreational drug facilities straight up and you know what they should have there and it's not just for it. like they should have it they should have it for weed if they are to legalize um, shrooms and LSD I feel like they should have tet like free testers at the facility so they can test their stuff because you know how a lot of people that's where I would draw the line though because um, a lot of people abuse Xanax Percocets uh-huh. families, all that stuff like that um but I feel like it would be cool to take advantage of those free testers if if the facilities were able to provide free testers so they can just make sure they're taking xanax and not fentanyl because i lost a friend recently earlier this year because he he actually had been in and out of rehab uh because of abuse of xanax and then i think he had got pressured by some friends to take some and then it was just laced with fentanyl you know how it is it's like a grain of that stuff will kill you because it's because it's <clears throat> elephant tranquilizer but anyways yeah, just make sure that your stuff is clean, because a lot of people aren't getting their Xanax from, like, over-the-counter. No, not over-the-counter. You can just buy it at Walmart. But, like, they're not getting it from um, a prescription. They're getting it from some black market dealer, and then it's getting cut with fentanyl, and they're just...
1: Repressing it. Um, Yeah. yeah. My uh, my old weed guy had... um. Uh, had a pill press and that's what made me switch from that weed guy to a different weed guy that only did he only did—he only sold weed and he sold acid and that's all that he sold um, he didn't fuck around with pills he didn't fuck around with selling people shrooms or ecstasy because he just didn't believe in it he liked acid he had done acid he'd never done shrooms he liked weed he had done weed um, one time he sold salvia but then too many people had bad experiences and he was like well not selling that anymore uh, hmm. but yeah uh, old weed guy had like straight up a pill press and I'm like where the fuck did you buy a pill press and oddly enough he was like Amazon
0: <laughs> honestly dude we might you might have come up with a million dollar idea I'm sure it's been uh, thought, thought of before yeah. but uh, maybe we can do it maybe when
1: we win the lottery can...
0: yeah speaking of that perfect transition smooth Whoosh. If you were to win the lottery, what are the five steps you would do, like right away? What are the first five things you
1: would do? Um, first, firstly, I would take a quarter of it, drop it into a savings account to draw interest and just not touch it, like forget about it, literally forget exactly about what I would do. it. That's step one. Quarter of it, possibly a third of it, depends on the jackpot. But we'll talk. We'll, um yeah, how, how big you want to say the jackpot is?
0: Mm. What is the biggest? What was the highest one? It was. It was recently. It was. I think it was in the summer.
1: Yeah, uh, it was like five hundred million. Something insane. Yeah, it was like five hundred million, and of course, you know, when you win the lottery, you have to. It's like, do you want to take the weekly or monthly payments, or do you want to take the lump sum?
0: Yeah, you were telling me to take the. You were telling me to not take the lump sum. Can you explain it?
1: Okay, so people who. It's and it's it's really about what type of person you are, but normally the people who buy the scratch off tickets and win that lottery are not exactly with the best impulse control. If you've got a decent impulse control, sure. Take the lump sum. If you want to, if you take the lump sum automatically, you're not getting the full amount. So if you take the lump sum on a $500 million, uh, uh, fucking jackpot, you're probably going to end up getting 400 million or, you know, it's cut. And then, then you pay taxes on that 400 million. So then you end up walking away with like $350 million. You know, which still a lot of fucking cash. Uh but (laughs) if you're young, under the age of thirty, I recommend taking the uh taking the monthly or I think it's actually I think it's weekly, taking the weekly checks. You get a check every week, it's uh a certain denomination of money and it's like, you know, fucking thousand to two thousand bucks of like uh ten thousand, you know, you're getting a weekly check. Which it, of course, you're still going to spend it. You know, you're still going to put some away or whatever. But, um, and then the only drawback to taking the the pay, uh, the, the monthly payments or weekly payments is that uh, if you die, it's just cut off. You can't leave a beneficiary for it. That's the only drawback. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. So, um, but we're talking about five steps. I'm gonna, you know, if for instance, I'm gonna take a lump sum. I'm going to put a a quarter of it to a third of it in savings and not touch it. Then I'm going to take like a fifth of what's left and drop it into a couple stocks that I'm pretty confident in. Obviously, Amazon's still going to be booming up. Drop a couple in Amazon. Drop a couple in uh, Disney because they fucking own everything now. Might as well. about to drop Star Wars. (laughs) yeah yeah so drop it into drop it into disney and then take a couple uh take a couple chances you know take a couple risky stocks uh probably like the the pablo escobar uh company or or the brand or whatever They, they just made a new like folding tablet or a folding phone or some shit like that yeah probably take those and then maybe drop it into sony sony's always doing good um And then let those sit. When they hit uh, an unusual high point, sell, sell, sell. Hopefully, make a decent amount on what I sold. Um, That's step two. So savings, then stoinks. Um, Hmm. Then uh, I'll probably buy a house with not a not a decent not you know like enough land, not not no like 50 acres or whatever, but you know like a 10 acre house. Uh, a house with 10 acres that's that's big enough you know paying land taxes on that i'd definitely get an up-to-date car probably that tesla mm-hmm. get a Tesla mm-hmm. i would mm-hmm. get the tesla truck <laughs>
0: hit the warthog
1: yeah get the tesla Cybertruck. uh and with the rest uh that's that's three steps um four step four would probably be recreational um I've got a house now. I've got land. I've got some stocks to sit on. I've got a savings account to forget about. Uh, definitely get an investment planner. Um, just because I've got a fuck ton of money now. Uh, but my fourth step would be recreational stuff. The stuff that I've always wanted. You know, like I've always wanted to have a nice uh, infinity, uh, not not infinity pool. Um, the pools that like have jets on just one side and it you, like you swim against it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really go anywhere, but you're still swimming and working out. I've always wanted one of those pools Hmm. um, because swimming is my favorite way to work out in high school. I, I dropped like 30 pounds just going to a pool every day in the summer.
0: Dude, it makes you so strong, builds super good endurance.
1: And your lung capacity goes up because everybody oh gosh, everybody yeah. loves diving down. Everybody loves to go deep. So yeah, it'd be a pool with one of those jets on the sides. So that way I can swim in place and then I'd have a nice little twelve foot area, maybe a fifteen foot area. Just go down, sit on the bottom, do some like treading with a weighted brick or some shit. Uh, get a couple guns for sure
0: oh heck yeah. yeah Dude, you you're pretty much copying my five steps you still have a, a fifth step, i think,
1: yeah, I do still have a fifth step uh fifth step uh uh probably pay back to the people that like I've fucked over in the past you know Uh-oh. uh i'm I'm only That's getting older, to Germany I'm, <laughs> <laughs> damn just figuring it out No, i i i've uh you know I've done some regrettable things of you know it'd be nice to be like, hey, you remember that shitty thing that I did to you back in like two thousand nine hey, here's. Here's a couple grand on me. You have, you have a couple, you, you know, you go out and you have yourself a good party or don't, you know, do whatever you want with it. I know it's not, you know, anything to make up for it, but you know, maybe it's enough to get some forgiveness. Here you go. So, uh, to recap, savings account, stocks, um, fucking house with land, recreational use, and then five, pay it back it forward
0: it's pretty yours are pretty similar to mine so the first thing I'm doing I'm going to put it into savings so I can accrue interest the second thing I'm going to do actually is get back into school so I can get a degree so I actually plan on still working um, but uh, what I would get a degree in it's either going to be three things I'm either, either going to become a lawyer a biologist or full-blown screenwriter like nothing but movies Um, the third thing I'm going to do, I'm going to pay off my car and then buy my parents a house. And then the fourth thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get stocks. Um, what I would have invested in. So my friend actually invested in Tesla, like in the summer. And when they were at the lowest point they've ever been as far as like value of stock. And I was telling him, I'm like, dude, this is a horrible idea, it's a horrible idea, but then the Cybertruck came out, and now everyone, now it's, like, boosted back up again, like, Elon Musk is an underrated businessman, like, he's cool, he's got funny memes, he's really smart, really tech savvy, but as a businessman, he's been on the brink of bankruptcy so many times, but he's always come back from it, um, against all odds, and against what, like, all the industries are saying, and all the oil people hate him, obviously, because he has the leading, um, electric car out there, but anyways, if, uh, the three companies I would probably invest in, so it would, it would be like, I will wait, I would wait till after Christmas and invest into Samsung because they come out with a new phone every freaking year, and when that new phone comes out, um, makes them bank, so I would invest when they're at their low point, obviously, um, then I would invest in Disney, but like a few months before so like I would have invested in Disney um hmm I don't know this year would not have been a good year because if you invest in the summer it's when Endgame came out the stock cost is going to be a lot and then but if you invest in the I feel like fall would have been the best time because they didn't really have anything coming out but then they came out frozen and that's all the the ticket sales all the games all the board games the clothes the toys every freaking thing that comes with a disney movie so it makes them bank so it'd be yeah so long story short it'd be tesla samsung and you know what i'm gonna change i would i would uh i would uh, i would switch out of tesla and i would go to xbox because microsoft dropping yeah yeah, microsoft because next year they're dropping the project scarlet with halo infinite i'm hyped but anyways okay so that's step number four Step number five, I'm i sh- I'm just going to buy a house. Like, I'm going to go all out. I'm getting a sauna so I can get that heat shock protein, decrease my chance of getting cancer. I'm going to have a whole boxing gym. Probably, I'd probably have an MMA gym. Um, and then i go take a visit to... Eddie Bravo and get some jujitsu training because I've always wanted to learn jujitsu.
1: And and the the good part about training with Eddie Bravo is that he he, whenever you get done and like you're all sweaty and you're drinking your post workout, he starts talking to you about the aliens and the government, (laughs) and then you just get to you get to sit in and enjoy that shit. I love Eddie Bravo, but he's fucking crazy. (laughs)
0: Like yeah, dude. But do you know why his voice is like that? Because he used to not sound like a frog.
1: I don't he know. He must have gotten man. crushed. Yeah, like he I,
0: probably was rolling with someone and he heard his windpipe.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like like he either he either took a, a punch to the Adam's apple or, or you know or a cross elbow something like that and just it it's fucked up his larynx because yeah he used to have a, a clear sounding voice but now he's just or he's just yelling all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could be that, but uh, to recap mine, okay. First one, I'm putting it into a savings account to accrue interest. Um, sec- Second thing I said was paying off my car, right? No. I'm going to school, and I'm going to get my degree. Yeah. So I can have something to fall back on if I do end up blowing all the money, which, knowing me, uh, don't tell my girlfriend. I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but Modern Warfare Battle Pass just dropped, and I definitely had an impulse buy there. But anyways, get a degree to fall back on third thing I'm doing paying off my car buying my parents a house cuz I owe the world to them number 4 getting stocks 5 getting a bomb house and then later I'm going to get that so I was looking at UFC tickets and the lowest package you could get is the uppercut package you get it's 800 bucks per person and you get like the farthest seats back I guess um uh it's not that insane and I honestly would be fine with sitting in the way back because I'm watching a freaking UFC fight. I don't care. Especially if it's a Conor McGregor fight. I'll do it. I might sell my left nut. Not sure. But the most expensive package, I think it was like 5,000 bucks. You get like the front row seats where you can like, you can get splattered with blood. If someone jumps out of the cage, you're like in blast radius distance. So yeah, I I would get one of those and I'll go see Conor's new fight, his comeback fight in January.
1: If I won the lottery, though, for sure, I'd be like, yo, Joe Rogan, let me on your podcast. Please. I just won, I just won the lottery, bro. What's up? Oh, let's, I've got so many interesting points to talk about. Uh, one, <laughs> money. Two, what am I going to do with my money? <laughs> Three, <laughs> take me big game hunting. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: also, seriously. let's do some DMT together.
0: Yeah, let's do some of that Mike Tyson weed that you always brag about. But I don't know. I, I, I don't think I could handle it. I, I'm not a big weed guy personally but speaking of that dude i would totally get a whole like i need to build a house i'm just gonna get a house built i'm not buying one i'm gonna get a house built it's gonna have a sauna oh yeah yeah
1: you you have to get it built yourself i mean (laughs) like you're already spending 500k on a house no matter what you know like like when you've got fuck you money of course you're gonna you're not just gonna go out and get a two bedroom two bath you know for for a couple hundred
0: K you might as well
1: you might as well spend the 500 to 600 K and get a custom house built and of course that only goes up with every room that you're adding and then the amount of time it takes to build the house but you know fuck dude you might as well get it built yourself now it's gonna
0: be in the mountains too
1: since we're both building houses and you've already started it what are you gonna put in that house what do you mean what, what do you what's what like what's what's gonna be in this this fantasy house this lottery house
0: okay so it's definitely going to have a pizza oven because I love me some pizza-huh it's gonna have a deep fryer because I like fried chicken I'm hungry oh it's gonna have a super super big counter like a glass counter to display all of my alcohol
1: yes yes
0: um so it's gonna have a home theater like And it's not going to have, like, a couple recliners. No, it's going to have, like, 50 seats because when I'm feeling like I need to sit closer, I can move seats. I can have my family over. We can have a movie night. I don't care. Um, And then I'm definitely going to have an MMA gym. Got to have a sauna. And then I'm going to get a studio too. I'm going to get a studio, the best computer possible, the best mic possible. I'm going to have Jamie. I'm going to call Jamie up. Have him pull up the best setup.
1: Yo, Jamie. I know that you're constantly working out with or working with the Joe, but I need—I'll I'll, I'll give you—I'll give you a cool hundred thou right now just to come and draw me up a list of shit that I need to buy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: my my bedroom is going to be like it's going to be like a, a a palace. It's going to have one of those beds where you got to walk up a couple steps to get up to it.
1: I'll do a I'll do like a, a four bedroom, five bath bathroom on the downstairs. Probably, uh, I'd have a three, four house, a ground floor, first floor, second floor, uh, going to have a bomb kitchen, you know, I don't need it to be too big, but you know, I'd have the amenities, you know, I'd have that touch screen fridge. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have, uh, I'd have a multi-chamber oven, you know, um, decent pantry space, like a walk-in pantry, uh, two bedrooms oh, yeah. on the first floor, two bedrooms okay, on the second floor. Hold
0: on, floor. I gotta interrupt real quick. Yeah. Sorry, I definitely need to have a freaking ice machine because I miss my damn ice in my drinks. Anyways, go on. Yeah,
1: for real, dude. What the fuck is up with the fridges here not having like ice comp- ice makers? Yeah. That shit's an Everyone amenity. Everyone
0: drink, drinks warm, warm
1: Sprite. <sighs> Can't miss warm me Coke. with that shit. Miss me with <laughs> that shit. Don't, you can have your warm beer. I'm all about the warm beer, but you can miss me with a warm soda. Yeah. Or warm water, like room temperature <laughs> water, get the fuck
0: it's out. It's disgusting. You hate yourself if you drink warm
1: water. You're just not treating <laughs> yourself right. Uh, uh yeah, each bedroom is going to have its own bathroom so you don't got to fight over bathroom space and then there's going to be a bathroom on the downstairs. I don't I don't need, you know, like like a uh, a fucking a, a theater, a home theater. I would I'd definitely have like a bomb entertainment system, you know, decent sized TV. And by decent sized, I mean whatever the biggest TV they're selling at that moment is.
0: Uh, currently 120 inch 8K OLED. Oh,
1: yeah, that sounds gorgeous. Got yeah. I'd I'd immediately have a pre-order for the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. Whack. I I said and the new Xbox. Yeah. To, I wouldn't you know, I still wouldn't upgrade to a gaming PC. That shit's just like I
0: don't know. I want to only to play the game Rust cuz I can't explain.
1: Uh Rust is pre- Rust is is pretty fun. It's just like it's complicated running your own PC and they, like it seems like every 3 months they've got a new graphics card coming out. They've got new processors yeah. with more fucking RAM on them and it's like I don't want to have to constantly be buying new parts just that way cuz It's going to eat away at me knowing that I don't have the best setup that I can have. So, I mean, I just might as well miss that console gaming.
0: Honestly, like, yeah, I don't know enough about PCs to be able to build one. I know you can do, like, PC parts picker, but I just feel like same reason as as you. Like, you're just going to be able to, like, you're not even going to have the most up-to-date PC in three months. And then also, knowing me, I'm going to build, I'm going to save up a bunch of money break the bank for this PC, and then I'm not even going to be able to plan it.
1: Yeah. I'm going to use it
0: to watch YouTube.
1: <laughs> but that's, oh man, that, that fucking quality though. Look at that crisp, yeah. clear photo. Um, <laughs> I'm Honestly, I've been looking at portable gaming environments, like, you know, the briefcases, it's got a monitor in it, it's got space for your Xbox or PS4, you know, i've been I've been looking in I've been looking into those, and I um. There's one that I want that's like I want it because it looks sleek and gorgeous, but it's got hella mixed reviews. It's got 500 reviews on it, but it's only got an average of two and a half stars. So that's a 50-50.
0: Uh oh, I don't know about that. Yeah,
1: but there's one that does not look sleek. It's uh, it's like Case Club, um, and the other one is made by games g-a-e-m-s or m-z um something like that you can look them up on amazon and on, on on all the all the distributing sites um but the other one is case club and it does not look sexy but it's got four it's got 400 views on it and its average is four and a half stars
0: yeah i would go with that looks yeah. don't always matter the no most. um but no matter what, make sure you get your Xbox so you can offset the gay from getting a gay station.
1: Hey man, I've been I've been Playstations since I was a little kid. So I mean, don't get me wrong. We have I've, there's an Xbox One sitting right behind me. I just don't have a lot, and I'm not gonna pay for a lot because I'm already PlayStation Plus. <laughs>
0: um, I've had every gen. I've had both consoles for every generation. Um, I think the my my regular original xbox has my best memories but i think the ps2 is the greatest console of all time
1: yeah it was it was well i mean nostalgia is also playing a role in that you know your memories too have a a tendency to trick you but yeah man i remember just booting that shit up and playing like the metal gear games on ps2 Mm -hmm. and setting up some bots for myself to fight or that you know if there was the off chance that dad wanted to play and just get my ass whooped
0: dude speaking of that like having rose tin seeing like the old consoles with rose tinted glasses psh, i went and got my original xbox fixed it was a few years ago it was before i left san diego and when i got to colorado um I think this is in 2017, yeah, the end of 2017, I didn't have internet, so I was like, okay, I'll just play my original Xbox. Bro, most of those games I played with growing up, or I played growing up, they sucked. I was like, bro, this. Is... I don't know if I'm just used to the fluidity and the beautiful graphics and the compelling gameplay and story of today's games, or if just straight up they were only good because I was a kid and I didn't know what was good, Well, but they just, a lot of them sucked. I was like, yo, this is this is
1: trash. I'm I'm kind of the opposite. We still have our Lime Green Monster and it's still alive and kicking. It went with my dad to Fallujah, it went with my dad to fucking Operation Iraqi Freedom Two.
0: Came back There's definitely some good games like that I love and I will always love to this day, like Mercenaries, Halo. I I can go on and on, but it's just a lot of those games, especially more of the games that were geared for kids, like Shrek Two. I Woo. loved that game when I was a kid. And I still think it's good. But then there's other games like like, Tackin' the Great Juju Challenge, you remember that game?
1: Dude, and the Power <laughs> of Juju, what the fuck, man? I haven't even thought about that, and I haven't even thought about... I don't think I've thought about that since it, like, left my mind, dude. <sighs> Memories, man. I had that game, I had that game for Xbox, I had that game for Game. Uh, my Game Boy SP. God damn, dude, that was a long-ass time ago.
0: <laughs> okay, so so you had the original xbox did you play um how do you pronounce it is it bald is it baldur's gate baldur's gate
1: yeah of course that's okay, one was of the main good? reasons okay so I... I know that you're i know that you're looking at the remake right you're looking at the remaster yeah, right that's that's it. why you're asking okay so first off let me let me throw some information at you real quick um so it is Baldur's Gate and it is the original Baldur's Gate. But here's the the main problem, right? Um it's uh it does it's it doesn't have I don't even know if it was like considered DLCs back then, man. Like it uh it doesn't have it's not it's not a specific ver- version of the the game, man. Like so it's not the Dark Alliance, right? And I I didn't buy it be, like I was looking at it at the PX and I picked it up and I was like, oh, man, Baldur's Gate. Oh, dude, I remember so many uh, just way it was it was like uh, Diablo almost. You know what I'm saying? um mm-hmm. it, uh, As far as like the RPG aspect goes and like I was just sitting there and then I noticed that it didn't have Dark Alliance on the case. And I just I didn't buy it because it's not the Dark Alliance. They great. It's a great tactical game, and from what I've seen from with the remaster, they did a great fucking job with it. But um, the duo pack, it's literally without the without the the Dark Alliance. You know, I'd I'd kill for the champions of Norath and like realms of EverQuest. Like that would that would just make it for me, and it it it, it doesn't have that. <laughs> It's not gonna be there. Um, but Baldur's Gate is a great tactical game, especially like you say that your family plays D and D. Like you'd, you'd have something to talk about because um, Baldur's Gate uh, either either there's a either I'm pretty sure Baldur's Gate stems from D or they just added some Baldur's Gate stuff. So like right now in D and D you can get like uh, the Return to Eldoran and like Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus, which is like a quest pack. D&D so Baldur's Gate plays a decent role in D&D and I'm actually after uh, my party right now I've started them out on a pretty leisurely game there's a main quest but it's mostly homebrew like it's a homebrew continent that they're on Um, I'm not I'm not putting them through rigorous quests that are out of a textbook or anything but uh, I'm, I'm writing up the quests myself I'm you know, writing up side quests that they have the options to do, and if they don't do one of the side quests that I have optionally, I can recycle it and just put it in a different location. And I'm making it really lax for them, so that way they get into it. And then after they finish this quest around level 15 or 16 i'm gonna throw them into fucking descent into avernus and i'm just gonna wreck house with those motherfuckers (laughs) i am going to destroy them like right now my goal is just to kill one of their players one of their characters um and so far i just haven't because they've got stupid luck whenever i'm trying to be serious with my monsters so uh our last game i threw a wyvern With a Hobgoblin Warlord riding it. and Keep in mind, they're only level 3. And uh, Hobgoblin Warlords have a challenge rating of 6. Which means they're basically... They don't have player levels. But it's suggested to be a a level 5 or a 6 in order to fight it. Um, And a Wyvern is a challenge rating 6. And they had 6 Hobgoblin Captain Lackeys. Which are challenge ratings of 1 or 2, possibly. Maybe 3 um i think they're 3 cuz they're 700 xp uh threw it at them they had the fight over in like 6 rounds and i was pissed off uh fucking they they had just lucky ass rolls and i recently got the magic items pack of cards that way it's easier for me to ha- say like hey there's this at the shop and there's this at the shop and so on and so forth and I didn't notice it, but Matt from Power Zones, uh-huh. he had been saving up gold this whole time. Like he hasn't, the only things that he's been buying are potions. And, uh, he bought, uh, a new sword or a new battle axe. And that's all that he spent money on. So he's just been sitting on copper pieces and silver pieces and electrum and gold. And, He's been straight up saving. And then he's like, okay, I want to go into the magical item shop. And the way that I've been doing magical items is you've got uncommon, rare, very rare, and legendary. I'll roll a d4. And based on what number I roll on my d4, that's what pack I'm picking out of. And then I'll roll a d6 to see how many cards from that pack I'm going to get. If it's, ve- if it's rare or very rare, I'm only going to roll a d4. So I'll roll a D4, it lands on 4, I'm picking something out of the legendary pack, I'll roll the D4 again, it rolls a 2, I take 2 cards out of the legendary pack at random. Then I'll fucking roll it again until I have 10 cards, 10 different items, and then I'll let them roll a D10 to see what items are on display in the magic shop. So Matt rolls, and of these items, he's got a Cloak of the Manta Ray, he's got uh, a Staff of the Woodlands, and... And uh, Horn of Valhalla. Horn of Valhalla, it, it's a variant for what, what rarity it can be. It can be rare, very rare, or legendary. So I rolled a d4 again to see what it was. It's fucking legendary. It's an Iron Horn of Valhalla. And I, hmm. I'm like, all right, uh, you, you see this that's only 300 gold. You see this that's 400 gold and 20 silver pieces. I forget exactly what prices I set for it. But. I set the horn of Valhalla at a thousand gold pieces. And he's like, Okay, I'll take the horn of Valhalla. And I'm like, uh, you have that much money? And he's like, Hold on, I gotta do some calculations, but I'm pretty sure I do. So with all the copper, silver, and electrum that he had combined with his gold, he had enough money to buy the horn of Valhalla, and it is a fucking good ass item. You blow into it and you get a certain a certain number of spectral warriors that are like basically berserkers. So his turn, he's doing, like, ten different turns on his turn. He's doing ten different actions on his turn for each spirit that he summoned. And he runs into that wyvern fight, blows his horn, which he can't blow it again for another seven days in-game, so it's kind of, like, balanced out. But he blows that shit, and now ten fucking Spectral Warriors are hanging out on the fucking battlefield. And he's, he's just wrecking house. Like, he killed... He did priority damage to almost all the creatures and he sucked up a good amount of XP. I think Rogers got 700 XP for solo killing a hobgoblin captain, uh, but he took out the wyvern and the warlord basically like by himself. And I was upset because this was supposed to be like a good two hour fight, real <laughs> lifetime, real lifetime. It was supposed to take like two hours. They did it in like six rounds and I was pissed. I was upset and then I was like. Well, okay, so the main boss is done. I guess it's just fuck around time now. So we've got two or three hours to play. What do you fucking want to do while you're in the Fey Wilds? <laughs> it was it was ridiculous, and I, I got I'm not gonna lie, I got a little upset as a DM. But they had fun. They had a great fight. They all got some new magical items uh, for their level four level up. And uh, oh, and we got a new player. We got a new dude playing a, a fish man They're The race is called tritons fish man. Yeah. He, he he was like, Oh, is that a fish person? And I'm like, yeah, dude, you could totally be that. And he's like, fucking sweet. They're basically underwater elves. Um, And he was mm-hmm. like, can my starting weapon be a trident? And I'm like, yeah, you've got uh you've got proficiency with martial weapons. You can totally start with a trident. And then he's like, can it be a magical trident? And I'm like, well, hold on. And he's like, Uh, he's like, oh man, please. And I'm like, okay, you can roll for it. Roll a 100 percentile. uh, Fucking if you get above an 85, I'll let you have a magical pitchfork, a magical um, trident. Rolls it, gets a fucking 92. And I'm like, well, okay. You get to start out with something cool. Let me design you a cool-ass magical trident. So I designed him a trident that whenever like, it's just a regular trident whenever you have somebody with it. But if you throw it, it splits into three spears, and you can either do three D4s of damage on one person, or you can do one D4 of damage on three people. So I was like, that's cool.
0: So so what you're saying is Baldur's Gate plays like D&D.
1: It's, yeah, it's based on D&D, so it's a tactical strategy game with fantasy. You're going to be fighting skeletons and doing cool quests and shit. It's it's If you've never played Baldur's Gate before worth the buy. If you have played Baldur's Gate before, I'd wait for them to do like a Dark Alliance add-on, which you know that they're going to do. You know that they're going to do a DLC for the Dark Alliance. I'm just waiting for that myself, because that's what I want.
0: Okay, so this, uh, what I've been looking at for the Xbox One, so the Enhanced Edition just comes with Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, and then Siege of Dragonspear. And it's 46 so is it worth it?
1: yeah yeah that's worth okay. it that's a good price i definitely plan on getting it then <laughs> yeah get it next paycheck dude it'll be a good christmas present you'll be playing it. i guarantee i'm gonna call it you'll be playing it till like february of course you're gonna take your breaks and play some modern warfare whenever you get pissed off with the fantasy strategy and you need mm-hmm. to just cool down and murk on some noobs but uh yeah you're gonna you're gonna play it definitely Do, did you like skyrim at all yeah, it's yeah. my favorite game of all time. Yeah, Skyrim. If you like Skyrim, if you like that fantasy genre of RPG, like uh, I could compare it to Skyrim, Diablo, um, Dragon Age. Dragon Age. If you've ever played a Dragon Age game.
0: Yeah, I love Dragon Age.
1: Yeah, Dragon Age. Fucking, you're you're golden. You're that. You're good. It's uh, okay, you're good. gonna like. It.
0: I'm definitely gonna get it. But uh, all right. I'm going to have to cut the podcast short. We got to just
1: do another one. Yeah, dude. I'm always about doing your podcast. Fuck. We could have an infinite amount of episodes, honestly. (laughs) Well, let's start with just a couple and then we can work our way up to infinite, man. But you have a wonderful night. Thanks for having me always. It's fucking, it's always fun.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. You have a good night.
0: You too.